You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. thought we were done podcasting no no we've got a bonus episode for you uh mostly hey guys i don't know if you knew this or not we actually have two people who are patreon subscribers now how, how fucking exciting is that shit i know like i'm excited as shit um this Hi, episode <laughs> yes exactly this is this is for <laughs> this is for ali this is for jess uh our patreon Hi, jess. subscribers the funny thing is is they're like intimately involved in ggr operations anyways so like it's just really cool so this is essentially an episode for you guys enjoy um we really appreciate that you guys are, are throwing a little extra money especially in, in times like this money can be tight and we know that this means a lot like that it, it doesn't matter like the monetary amount doesn't matter like who, who the fuck cares about that it's the fact that you guys are willing to spend money on our dumb shit it means a lot to me and i know it does for everybody else here too so thank you guys very much um what we're watching it's always a, a favorite of mine but hopefully it'll give you guys some ideas too for, for some things that you might want to watch as well um because now that we do this ggr thing where um we can share the things we're watching and then in a chat room which is so much fucking fun by the way like mc does it on the video games like he he does his live streams and we all just like make jokes and stuff like that and then we've been doing it with movies as well um it's it's like a digital version of mystery science theater 3000 um mc what are you are you still on your like your, your major anime binge that you're doing <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your anime of choice right now what are you what are you watching uh well i i just finished uh two really amazing series in uh, assassination classroom and dr stone um highly re- highly recommend uh, both of those two assassination classroom um it uses uh assassination as kind of the the tool here but it really uh uh, really speaks to the value of having uh, of um, education where someone believes in uh, believes in you as a student, and uh, that's pretty much the most I can say without really spoiling too much of it. But it, it, it's a really good it's a really good show, and it, it will it will tug at your emotional heartstrings kind of much more than uh, much more than you anticipated. Because I was really unimpressed through like most of the first two seasons, and then. I was crying by the end, <laughs> so it was, it's yeah. it's really good. Doctor Stone, Doctor Stone is a show about uh, uh, the entire uh, all of human life gets petrified for over thirty seven hundred years, and our protagonist Senku, who is like this genius child science prodigy, um, pretty much wakes like he he manages to. Uh, you know, wake up out of out of his petrified state, and uh, upon upon that, he is seeking to f- kind of figure out, you know, what kind of what kind of caused this, you know, this this petrified thing, um, but also sees this as an opportunity to kind of rebuild the world in the way that we feel like it should be, or that he feels it should be. He wants a, he wants a science based society, so you get you kind of get to to follow him along on that journey and i actually recently researched uh and found out that um 
the science, uh, the, the all of the science that they use in the show is act is actually scientifically accurate. Like they, there's nothing that's been like stretched or like reached to try to make it fit for you know for a show. Like it's 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 legitimately the way it should be. Um, so th that's pretty good. Right now I'm, I'm uh, wa watching something called Black Clover, which is uh, our protagonist is a guy who does not have any magic in a world where everyone else has magic <laughs> and he's uh on this he's on this journey to become what they call the wizard king um but it, he's like fighting this uphill battle because well everyone else has magic and and he doesn't um but he, he's gifted with this weapon that is able to cancel out magic um so it's, it's pretty interesting to to watch so far um it's um uh, the main character asta kind of like if you imagine invader zim but like in a world with magic and swords that's mm. that's pretty much the show because i don't think i've ever heard a character yell as much as asta does since i watched invader zim it's just every episode he's just top of his lungs <laughs> screaming yelling about something it's like you know like how they say like uh like there are people who just don't have an inside voice. Like Asta has no inside. His inside voice is like still like max volume <laughs> times ten. Yeah, that's um, that that's me actually. So <laughs> I I identify with that very much. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's it, it's been it's pretty good. I'm about thirty episodes in. It's 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 pretty good so far. I'm actually going to be starting uh, either Umbrella Academy or The Boys since that comes out tomorrow. And that's oh, going to be Boys. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. Uh, one of those two shows, I haven't decided which, are, are going to be like the first non-anime thing I, I will have watched over quarantine, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, James Rambo, what are you watching? <clears throat> what am I watching? Um, so, uh, I have been for the last uh, um, several months, uh, actually the last year or so. Um, been going through some older sitcoms as like, you know, I can put this on and kind of zone out and fuck around with my phone and have it on and check back in um, here and there. Uh, but also, how I went through. it's kind of comforting, isn't it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, it's fun and it's easy mm -hmm. to watch. It's 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 very easily digestible content. And it's like it's like soothing in a way, because like I found that with Star Trek The Next Generation, like because it's this older thing that I grew up watching. Yeah, I can really, really focus on it if I really want to. But it's just really like nice to just like relax to. It's like, ah, like it's like a safety blanket, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I watched Cheers and Frasier. And, you know, I was kind of on the fence about what I wanted to do next. Um, and I started watching Wings. And I'm, I'm more than halfway through that. Um, but uh, it just wasn't grabbing me for some reason. Uh, and so uh, New Girl kept popping up on my Netflix, um, which I'd, I'd watched before. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? I'll, I'll pick that back up. And God damn, did I forget how funny that show is. Um, <laughs> it is. If you haven't seen it, it's very much worth your time. Um, I was just as surprised as everybody else was that Fox managed to release a, a sitcom that was actually engaging and funny and smart. Uh, but they did. Um, not, not surprisingly, woman showrunner. So, hey, maybe we get more people yeah. who aren't old white guys in positions of power. We can get some quality content. Um, so that's my, my go-to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm up, up late or up early watching something. 
Um, me and Katie have been going through Seinfeld, and we're in like the early part of the fifth season. Uh, and me and me and Mike have talked about this, but I've uh, realized how much I hate nearly every character on Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They are absolute pieces of shit. Yeah. Um, in you know what it is? You know what it is? I don't... It, I, I think part of it is, you know, because the comparison I always make is it's always Sonny and Seinfeld. Those two shows. Because they're both shows that are people with garbage. Um, I think one of the big differences was... Uh, or one of the ones that I, I have been conscious of was the fact that I think, for the most part, the people on It's Always Sunny, the characters on It's Always Sunny, are conscious of the fact they're garbage. Um, and somehow that makes the writing a little more easier, easy to take. And they're also really extreme. And that's something that I just very, like just now realized is so often the reasons that things like marriages break up, it's not, oh, you cheated on me. Oh, you know, we have major problems about money. It's, it's things like they never do the dishes or when they do, there's always like, they don't clean the bottom of the goddamn plates. And so I pick it up and it's clean on top and it's greasy on the bottom and it pisses me off. Those are the things that irk the shit out of people, you know, that you'll, you know, you'll take a bullet for this person, but son of a bitch, if they don't put their goddamn socks away for the thousandth time, I'm going to murder them in their sleep. Um, with Seinfeld for the most part, it's just death by a thousand cuts. It's little tiny shit where it's like, you're a garbage person. You are, if you were honest with yourself for like 10 seconds, all of your problems could be avoided. Um, and with, it's always sunny. It's like, they're doing shit, like getting addicted to crack on purpose. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, the scales are very different. So I think they're, they're because of the cartoons on it's always sunny. I, I, I think I find it more, more palatable. Um, it's but the yeah, same so thing with it's the same thing with Friends too. When you look at it now from the lens of oh like yeah. 2020, Fuck the entire Friends yep. cast, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. You live you live in the most diverse city on, <laughs> on the face of the planet, and there's one black person in the whole goddamn series. You know, Aisha Tyler showed uh -huh. up. Oh wait, yeah. no, I take that back. Gabrielle Union showed up for an episode too. So they had two black people. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, it's so it's much. one of the many things that Living Single has over Friends uh, in terms of quality is almost all of the friends are terrible. And for the most part, everybody on Living Single was a good person. Yeah. Like varying levels of quality, but n at the very least, not garbage, not absolute garbage <laughs> human beings. Um, yeah. So th like those are the, the, the sort of like, uh, um, so, so yeah, I, I'm watching new girl. We're both watching Seinfeld. Katie's been watching this show called Friday night dinner. And it's this uh, British series that ran, it might still be running um, for like six seasons. So there's like three episodes. Um, but that's one of my favorite Good Place jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to watch this show. It ran for 30 years. There's there's over 30 episodes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but yeah, so the, and the concept is really, it's 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 weirdly low concept, high concept in that it's just a it's a show just about a family that and every episode is a different Friday night dinner. It's the two sons coming home to see their mom and dad, and they always come to come home for Friday night dinner. That's it. 
So like the setting is always the same. You'll you run to like the same like handful of characters. Um, so you get this very interesting like uh, uh, slow exploration of who everybody is. Um, uh, uh, in this very you know it, it it's very it could very much easily be a uh, stage play, um, which is really cool. It's it's on Amazon. I recommend that. It's a funny show. Um, but the, honestly, the thing that I started watching today, and I'm almost done with the first half of it, is fucking Cobra Kai on Netflix. Oh, man. Son of yeah. a bitch. Like, <laughs> I Dude. remember seeing the trailer for that when it first dropped yeah. on YouTube. But I'll be goddamned if I was going to give YouTube my money. Same. Um, and like, I, I had heard good things, and it looked really cool, and I, I was excited about the idea of... Um, the, the whole fan essay thing of like Daniel LaRusso is actually the bully, not Johnny, which it's a fun idea to explore. It's bullshit. Johnny's absolutely the bully. Daniel is just a kid who's trying to make, make you know, do his best in a new place. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but I, this I, show. Go ahead. I, all I was going to say is, is like I've really appreciated how they've done and you you brought it up with you basically hipped me to it. And I didn't even realize it. Now I see it in, in everything. Um, the Rashomon take they have on these exact same events, but how Johnny sees it. Johnny's like, oh, he fucking stole my girl, dude. And you're just like, what? He stole your girl? Yeah, and then he sucker punched me at the beach, and you're just like, okay, I could see that perspective. Oh, yeah, and then, like, his sensei came and jumped my friends, and you're like, yeah, well, you're missing the part where you beat the shit out of him, um, but okay. <laughs> like, there's, it, it's the- just like that, it's like from that, you know, like Obi-Wan Kenobi says in, in uh, Return of the Jedi, from a certain point of view, it's just, it's interesting seeing that, but, like, that fucking scene when they're in Daniel's car singing Ario Speedwagon together was fucking gold. Oh, that I haven't even so that. Oh, you, oh, no. No, no that's oh. fine. That's fine. I thought you said you finished season one. No, 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 okay. no, I'm almost done. I think I have, like, an episode and a half. Okay. I'm not I'm done with season done. one yet. No, 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 no you're yeah. fine. Um, I, uh, because uh, I figured there was going to be some kind of, like, some kind of resolution, some kind of coming together. Um, Cause they're doing a really good job of exploring like, who's the villain here? Yeah. Um, who is the bad guy? And one of the things I'm most impressed with is the way that Johnny is handled yeah. in that he is just dumb enough that he's not dangerous. Yeah. He's, you know, he is an ignorant out of touch white dude from the eighties. There is yeah. no getting around that. There's no escaping it. Yeah. So when he says something stupid and sexist, people call him on it, but he's still doing it. Like yeah. it, it doesn't just stop, but there is an arc. Like he is slowly unlearning like, Oh shit. Like it's not okay that I keep calling attention to this kid's uh, birth defect. That's fucked up. Well, I mean like you literally get a scene where he says, I'm not going to apologize. Because, you know, Cobra Kai is here to make you stronger. It's like, all right, this yeah. is your way of apologizing. All right, cool. Um, but putting both Johnny and Daniel in the the, the Crease and Miyagi positions um, and having them both kind of realize what works and what doesn't um, and, you know, shifting the power dynamic. Because in the original movie... You know, Johnny's the one who's established. Johnny's the one who comes from money. He's the one who knows everybody. He's on his home turf, and Daniel's the outsider. Now, Johnny still lives, you know, he, he's still from where he's from, 
This isn't new territory for him in a literal sense, but he's a fuck up. You know, it's all been downhill since the All Valley Tournament back in the 80s. Um, so Daniel is now established as, you know, he owns an auto dealership and it's doing really well. Um, and Johnny is a guy who's doing like manual labor, you know, when he can uh, for like shitty, shitty housewives and house husbands in the fucking valley. Um, it's really it's really funny and impressively written um and you know i won't go into too many spoilers but one of the things that i'm most impressed with is the the shifting of the the like cultural placement of cobra kai because in the 80s cobra kai was essentially a bully factory they were the dojo that you know it was like a fucking assembly line for assholes um and initially, that's a fucking band name right there. <laughs> oh, assembly line for assholes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> assembly line. Um, assembly line. <laughs> so, you know, like, like that's the basis. That's what he came from, right? And initially, that's what he tries to do. But after his first real success, it's not all the cool kids who want to come and learn karate. It's yeah. all of the the bullied kids, all of the like the you know the, the people he calls the freaks, the losers, um, the nerds, yeah, the nerds, because they're all the ones who are getting picked on. They're all the ones who need to learn self defense because they're the ones who are getting fucked with, and it's no longer seen as cool to go and learn karate in a strip mall. Um, that is a fucking interesting idea, man. That yeah. is a really cool concept to explore and it, it's do you know really, who the executive producers of the show are um i know will smith is one of them and fucking ralph macchio um i know yeah i knew ralph macchio was one of them um i i can't remember if so i just got to the point where like uh johnny says that crease is dead oh yeah and i can't honestly remember if the actor is still alive i think he is um i'm, I, I'm I haven't gotten to any point in the story where I know one way or the other. I'm in the same boat as you. As far as I know, as far as this narrative is, con is concerned, he's dead. It's, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's really impressive. Um, it's really well written. Uh, like I said, it is funny and it is engaging. Um, and, you know, if you, if you had even the slightest interest in, in seeing it, it's, it's on Netflix. The first two seasons are on Netflix. Um, I know that the that I think the third one is in development. Um, oh shit! No, it's coming straight to Netflix in 2021. Yeah. So, let me let me tell you how um, YouTube fucked up because YouTube was like, well, we don't want to keep paying for the show because nobody's really interested in it. And Netflix is like, we'll take it. Yep. It's the number one show on Netflix now. <laughs> that is hysterical. Like, YouTube <laughs> YouTube fucked up. Uh, like not a partnership, yeah. not a, you know, not a fucking, you know, like a Marvel Sony situation where it's like, all right, we'll lease this out to you. Uh, you morons. Yeah, basically. Um, I'm with you. I've been watching it too. I am loving the shit out of it. I have enjoyed so much of it because here's the thing about William Zabka, the guy who plays Johnny. God damn. Does he play a douchebag? Well, mm -hmm. like, and like he's every single pretty boy douchebag you knew in high school 
because his life is shit, but you're still like, fuck, he's still handsome. God damn it. Like, <laughs> What's well, like, funny, I'm, I'm seeing him on this show. Yeah. And the last place I saw him before this was Hot Tub Time Machine. And he looks 10 years younger now than he did then. Like, dude took care of himself in a big way and got into good fucking shape uh, uh, to to go back to this role. He yeah. looked like shit in Hot Tub Time Machine. Did he? I'll have to take a look. Like, William... I gotta say, dude, man, you got to the part where um, where uh, Daniel went and visited Mr. Miyagi's grave, right? Yes, that is on, <sighs> I think, the, the seventh episode. Dude, that that fucked me up it's because, rough. yeah, like it's they've done a really good job of showing these characters and who they are and what they're about, and like they've taken this thing, which let's be honest, okay, I enjoyed the shit out of the first Karate Kid movie and the second one. The third one was a was a pile of dog shit, but like. They've taken these things that were a little, a little bit cheesy, just a, just a little bit cheesy, right? And um, I just looked at the picture of William Zabka from Time Machine. Thank you. That was fucking and awful. Funny yeah. enough, I had completely forgotten about this. Yeah. The woman, uh, Diora Baird, who plays his girlfriend in the movie, yeah, plays his ex-wife on the show. No shit. That's awesome. Um. I can't even remember what I was saying now. That like, uh, oh yeah, the, movies. Yeah, and like, what works, what doesn't. They're kind of cheesy. The, the the Karate Kid movies, just a little bit, right? Sure. They've taken these things and like they've kept certain parts of it and kept that cheese factor, but they've also made it very real, and very like grounded, like because it's not, it's not unrealistic. And like, when when Daniel is basically like, you're seeing him and you're like, man, this guy's a piece of shit, and he realizes it too. And he goes to his mentor for guidance. And like, it's just overall, I can't give any way, anything else. I can't say anything else about it. You have to finish it so that we can talk about it on a podcast. So we'll just leave it at that. So Absolutely. Okay. I, to, to, to piggyback on what you're saying, it's not dissimilar from uh, Bill and Ted, uh, from Rocky's appearances in the, in the new Creed movies. Yeah. Um, it's smart storytelling in so much as this is not about picking up where the last movie left off this is about picking up right now yeah so the characters have aged in real time this much time has actually gone by in universe where do they what do they look like now how has that changed them how have the events of the past you know affected them now um and it's a really smart play that i'm you know if we're going to keep getting these these uh, uh these these long long-awaited sequels and 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 uh reinterpretations of things it's a really smart move to see where characters stand. I mean, it's it, hell. It's no different than than uh, Luke in, in Last Jedi. Yeah, you know, hundred percent. Time has affected them. How has that changed them? Yeah, I want to talk about um, what I've been watching. I'm with you. I'm watching Cobra Kai. Um, uh, between that and episodes of um, reruns of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, because again, like. If I'm having a bout of insomnia, that shit is like a glass of warm milk, dude. Like <laughs> when I was and it's not because it's boring. When I was a kid, it used to come on uh, UPN 20 or WDCA TV 20. They played the reruns at like right around nine or 10 o'clock every night. Right. So I had this little shitty TV in my room. I would turn on Star Trek The Next Generation and I would be soothed to sleep. And it's the same thing. Like, and I'm watching these episodes. I'm getting these great things that I didn't really understand. Like, 
um, the measure of a man where you, they, they basically fight for the right of data to be a sentient being like that's some deep shit dude and like mm. I didn't realize that when I was a kid I was like why aren't they fighting the, the fucking Romulans I want some torpedoes and shit give me some explosions <laughs> um, I just I really appreciate the show way more now than I did when I was a kid um, but again watching um, Cobra Kai which is fucking phenomenal um, also we t- when we were talking about the cooking stuff from like a few weeks ago uh, Cook's Kitchen or Cook's Country I'm sorry which is on uh, we have Pluto Pluto is like a free app where you can just watch pretty much like anything um, for free it's, it's fucking phenomenal if you don't have it you guys should download it if you have a smart TV or have it on your phone and you can cast it but there's just all these great channels and they have a whole Cook's Country slash uh, America's Test Kitchen um, channel and it's just amazing recipes and you like you learn about like different cooking implements and like what the best if you want to go out and buy an air fryer what the best one is to get like a trash can like what's the best trash can like shit you would never think of but it's it's a really really good show I really enjoy watching it so much so that I bought their cookbook which is like 30 years worth of recipes in one book it's like a phone book and it's fucking awesome um, the other thing that I've been watching and I mentioned this before um, is lost in space, or as I affectionately referred to it, uh, fuck them kids in space. Um, <laughs> as the, I said that about the first few episodes, but as the series goes on, because I'm now into season two, that is a fucking smart show. Like, I, I really enjoy it. The way it's done is is excellent. The, the visuals, like, you know how some movies and TV shows are just, like, stunning to watch? Like you could just screenshot it and you're like, that's my background for my computer going forward. Like that's yeah. lost in space, man. Everything about that show is just beautiful to watch. The interactions with the family are, are just phenomenal. There's some tearjerker moments. Like there's some really like inspirational moments. Like Will Robinson, basically little Will Robinson was, was not meant to be an astronaut. He was not meant to go on this lost in space mission. He wasn't meant, he, he failed the exams. Right. But his mom being like, the smartest woman on the planet earth pulls some strings and gets him in and he finds this out at one point and it breaks him he's just like i shouldn't even be here i'm a liability that kind of thing and like you end up seeing as the first season progresses this fucking kid like holding his own and you see that he should have gotten in on his own because he's smart he's clever he comes up with inventive shit he essentially not going to ruin it he helps get them out of the situation they're in with some really ingenious shit and like it's just it's a really goddamn good show and it's about family because this this family that was kind of torn because um john robinson the father was in the military he was a navy seal um was gone all the time but now that they're like leaving for this journey through space they're all together now and he's like trying to make amends for that and it's just like it hits on a lot of fucking levels dude and it's it's really good um so if you haven't watched it yet definitely check it out um the last one i wanted to end on here um mc you want to say something Oh, I, I remembered I had one more addition for me, but you can go ahead. Okay, yeah, let me let me do mine, and then you can do yours, and then we'll close up shop. Um, courtesy of Mr. James Rambo, um, I'm a huge hockey fan, and he was like, have you ever seen the movie Goon? And I was like, no, but I remember the previews for it, and I wanted to fucking see it. And um, I watched Goon last night, which is Sean William Scott, Lee Schreiber's in it. Um, what's the skinny dude's name um, that was in that episode of uh, Letter Kenny? Um, oh, Jay Baruchel. Thank you. Um, Allison Pill, who is in um, Star Trek Picard, she's in it as well. She plays the uh, the love interest in um, in uh, Goon. Goon was a fucking great movie. 
Like, I just expected it to be like a fun, bro-y, have a couple of beers, watch a hockey movie, movie, you know? But no, that movie had some fucking heart to it, dude. And like the way it's directed, the way it's like shot, the music that they use, it's it's very artfully done. And there's some there's some messages there that I was not expecting. And like Lee Schreiber had a fucking line. And if you've seen anything that Lee Schreiber in is in, that motherfucker chews scenery like <laughs> all the time. And like the way he delivers lines and he's got this perfect fucking Canadian douchebag hockey player accent in the movie, which is just <laughs> like it's spot on. He says a line that like it like it like punched me in the gut and like fucked me up for like an hour or two last night. Um, I'm going to pull the exact line because I don't remember exactly the words and I don't want to fuck it up. But he said that because what it is, goon, the premise is a goon in hockey is like a dude who's basically just there to fight people. So, like, if you're a Washington Capitals fan, essentially, that's Tom Wilson, except Tom Wilson actually has, you know, like, talent. He can skate and he can score goals. Um, but, like, a dude who is just there to fight. It, it's an older hockey thing. They're starting to phase that out. But the the line that killed me was because um, Lee Schreiber's character is talking to Sean William Scott's character. Because Sean William Scott is, like, the new and up-and-coming goon, right? He says, everybody loves the soldiers until they come home and they stop fighting. And I was like, fuck, are you serious, dude? Like, that was that was a gut punch of a line. Because, like, anybody who's been in the military knows exactly how that feels. And, like, anybody who's been playing sports and, like, maybe you weren't, like, the best player, but you tried really, really hard and you were willing to give more effort. And the coach basically used that to their advantage to win games, knowing that you would dive to block a shot, that you would give everything to give the more talented guys a chance to win. Like you're willing to sacrifice everything until we've used you up. And it was just like, like from a fucking hockey movie about people beating each other up. Like that's, that's some deep shit, dude. So like this movie has a lot more depth than one would think upon like first gaze. So Definitely check it out if you can. It's on Amazon uh, Prime right now. And you do you need to rent it or is it a you can stream it? Uh, it is a rental, but it's a 99 cent rental for HD. Dude, a dollar. So it's Fuck, super cheap. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I was telling uh, telling you we started the second one, which is free on Netflix. Yeah. And both me and Katie were like, it's been so long since I've seen the first one. You want to just start the first one? Yeah. Um, and I looked it up and it was like, oh, a dollar. Yeah, I got a dollar. Like if it was if it was four or five bucks, I'd be like, eh, maybe not. But yeah, ninety nine cents, I can swing ninety nine cents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I gotta check out the second one too. Um, MC, you have closing duties tonight, my friend. You tell us the show you're watching, and then we'll go ahead and wrap the show up. All right. So like, uh, uh, during like the last five minutes, I I don't I don't know exactly what uh, what made it come to mind. That I thought. And then it uh, sent a light bulb up in my head that uh, I couldn't do this podcast and keep my black card if I did not mention Love Lovecraft uh, Country. Yeah. Because I am watching that right now. <laughs> I'm watching that right now. I've, I've uh, been keeping up with it. on uh, It's on HBO. It's produced by Jordan Peele. Um, but the show is written and directed by Misha Green, who did Underground, and it's this uh, histor is this historical. I'm trying to think of the the best way to word it. It's like it's 
It's based on real history. It's like historical fiction with a horror thriller twist. I mean, I'm in already. Like, I, I don't even fuck. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and so so it's a mix of the two. And so you, you follow um, uh, this uh, this guy Atticus, who is basically searching for his father who went missing in uh, New England, um, in what they call Lovecraft Country. So he sets out on this journey. He sets out on this journey. He's uh, based in Chicago, um, and he sets out uh, on this journey with his uncle, who's played by uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on names right now. Courtney uh, Vance. Courtney Vance. Uh, Courtney, yeah. Yeah, Courtney Vance, and and also uh, Journey Smollett, who just through these first three episodes is without a doubt. Like the MVP, she deserves all the awards um, for for acting, and it'll be a real shame if she doesn't receive any because it's it yeah she I mean everyone's been great everyone's been great like some there's so many scenes that are that are just chilling and and they really hit home for you, um, but 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 they also do a good job of of. Uh, exposing people onto things that they may not have known about, such as sundown towns, which I, I, after the first episode premiered, uh, you know, was was one of the top Google searches because people didn't know that that was a that was a real thing, or uh, about the the redlining that took place in Chicago, and you know why you know is a big reason why everything that goes on there has, has been going on. And um, it's 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 just it's a really phenomenal show. That it's extremely well written. It's um, uh, you know just the amount of detail and information that they that they put into it, such as uh, certain characters and certain scenes being named after real uh, real characters who experienced uh, you know a sort of trauma or or whatever the case. And it's just. Like I, I'm not someone who gets frightened very easily. Like I, I'm I, like, you know, I I can sit through most jump scares without really flinching or anything. And this 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 show has had my anxiety like on a thousand while watching it. Like it's it's it it has freaked me the fuck out in like all the best ways. That's awesome. And yeah, I I just, I you know if you're if you're if you're into just Jordan Peele's work. And the the work that he's done in general in in the horror genre, then this is like right up your alley. It, it's a it's a wonderful show. Yeah. The the degree to which that show is referential, like I know in the first episode, there's at least two paintings that are used as shots. Um, uh, one of which is when um, uh, Luddy and Atticus leave. Um, uh, a restaurant or, or a, a, a store and you can see the sign says colors only or, or yeah. colored entrance and there's a, a mother and daughter that's based on a specific painting mm-hmm. and then the um the line oh, of folks the, yeah yeah the, yeah the line standing uh, you know it's, it's the line of people standing underneath this big billboard that says like the american way or the american dream um like those those two things i didn't fucking realize there's you know there's a specific uh, uh, um, real world reference in the last episode uh, for one of the kids that's do- playing with the Ouija board. Uh, did you post about that? I didn't, but I, but I know I know who you're talking about. Fuck man, that, that it, shit it, is 
It, it, that completely threw me for a loop because I didn't catch it. I didn't catch it. I didn't no. catch it after. So someone, someone to that, till I was, uh, I was on Twitter and I saw someone tweet about it and I was like, no shit. Yeah, dude. Wow. So, so Mike, there's a, a a scene in the the third episode, yeah, um, where there's a bunch of kids in a basement playing a Ouija board. And it's and it's you know, um, it's like two or three boys and a girl, or no, it's two boys and two girls, and. One of the boys is wearing this white dress shirt. It, 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 there's this huge party going on upstairs at this this giant house that one of the characters has just bought. Mm-hmm. Um, and this boy's wearing a white dress shirt with a black and white tie with a, a, a the, with a white stripe down the center of it. And they're asking questions. The Ouija board and and the little boy. One of the boys uh, says, um, "Am I going to have a good time on my trip?" And the Ouija board says, "No." That kid is dressed exactly like Emmett Till, who was from Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was on the trip that he took that he was killed. Dude. There's shit like that yeah. all through that fucking show. That or like up. the uh, the the three of the spirits uh, from the end of the episode uh, being the, the names of the, the three women, um, who were experimented on by the father of gynecology. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's just, Christ. it's like so many, it's like, there's so many layers, so much detail that has gone into this show that like, you could always go, go back and rewatch and just like discover something new that you didn't even catch the first time around. Yeah. Um, fuck. Okay. Got to watch that now too. Okay. <laughs> All right, folks, so that is the first extra bonus episode that we've ever done for our Patreon subscribers. So thank you guys very much for subscribing to the GGR Patreon. So Jess, Allie, thank you for sending us a little bit of money, as we mentioned at the beginning of this. We really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. And for all of those out there listening, hey, you can get early access to this episode as well. All you got to do, throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. $5 is all it takes. You get early access to episodes just like these. But that is going to do it for this episode of GGR Pirate Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!